is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. You love that song. You love that song. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, and this is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHHLP, where you will hear conversation, information, education, and inspiration from the American urban perspective. Um, I am your I am your host. My daughter is distracting me, bro. My daughter is focused. Your daughter should never distract you. Your daughter should focus. Excuse me, and this is my co-host Shafiq is also distracting me. And and uh, today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bull Minds and Twitter at Bull Minds. You can also join me on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. Shafiq, what's popping, bro? What's going what's on? Up, man? I'm trying to make it look like I ain't sleepy, bro. I'm tired, yeah, bro. My, your, voice, my... your voice sound like you need some. Yo, some... yo. Oh, yo. I call my dude. Like... My dude is like. He's like, he's Chinese. He's like, are you okay this morning? I said, yeah. He said, you sound sick. I was like, dude, I'm not sick. This is my black voice. I ain't had coffee yet. <laughs> so um, before the intro, you know, I was talking to, um, you know, our producer. I hope he doesn't come back on. Oh, like, my gosh. I was like, Harry, I'm like, Harry, man, everybody's getting up there at uh, MAGA train, man. When are you going to get off it? You know, so... Before you start arguing with me, you got to argue with the rest of the, you know, the, the, the Republican Party that's divided, super divided. Um, election was just over. And uh, let's keep it real. You know, uh, Shafiq, you know, a lot of What are we going to talk about today, man? Let's run listen, our time. Listen to me. Man. Listen what to me. What you want to talk about today? Tell me what you listen want to talk about. We're going to talk about everything. And that's what I was about to tell you, that people really like when we talk when we talk about national politics, because yeah. you'd be surprised. A lot of people do not engage in politics at all. That's correct. That's correct. So this is the opportunity where, that's correct. you know, they get to be engaging some of the stuff that's going on. Um, before I went to sleep last night, um, there was the shooting in um, Chesapeake Bay, Virginia. Six oh wow! For real, yes. who got what happened? Yes, you didn't know. Six people, um, six people gunned down. Some, um, I believe they said it was probably an employee. Um, uh, where and, at? Um, Walmart. Walmart. Oh Chesapeake. damn! Yeah, yeah. He opened. Uh, he opened fire in the break room, and uh, six people killed. So um, I hit up. I hit up my uh, my brother, Doctor Adolf Brown, this morning to um. To find out if everything is okay, and uh, this is one of the yeah, messages, yeah. one of the messages that I got was uh, up, one of the messages that I got was um, he said I spoke to one of the victims at eight forty five. She was dead by ten thirty. You know, yeah. This is um, this is this is some um, this is some deep stuff. You know, and um, I always so think about people, so you got some people down there that you know. Yeah, oh, Dr. Adolph Brown, you know, my brother, Dr. Adolph Brown, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the clinician, psychologist. Yeah, man, you know, he's that's... In, um, he's in Virginia Beach, so... 
Um, just came off a five-month tour, so um, he's yeah, home. Prayers uh, up, every, man. every time this gun violence stuff happen, I think of you. And why do I think of you? Because we we talk about this stuff all the time. And to you, yeah, you don't yes. think nothing can be done about it. You don't believe in gun control. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You know what? You know, how many tapes? You, you ain't ready. You're not back? ready. I'm gonna send a drone how for you. You ain't ready. How many tapes do we have to rewind back? And to your credit, you put up a post a couple of days ago about gun violence. And you know, and what and, did I say? And what did I say? Give me the credit. What I said. Matter of fact, I was trying to look for you. You I'll know, tell you exactly what it said. It said yes. that it said we. What can are we going to do about it? Well, it said we we can send Ukraine nearly forty billion dollars to save Ukraine, but we can't fix gun violence in America. Why is that? I mean, that's just. I mean, that, I'm, I'm on. And, and, and I'm not really singling Ukraine out right now. I mean, I, I add in all of the other money that we send out of the United States of America to other countries uh, for weapons and um, and things of that nature. I'm not talking about the money we send for food or medicine. I'm talking about money we send for for weapons and bombs and and, and all these other what the what the general public would consider non-essentials, paying for people's homes overseas and all that stuff. So, and they, you know, justify it by saying, well, you know, if you pay other countries and give them money, then they'll be our allies and they'll be our friends. Well, hell, if I go to LA and I pay the Bloods and the Crips and, 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 and you know, and gangs, if I was to split up and give them $40 billion and tell them to stop shooting everybody, they probably, they would, they would be my ally too. So, you know, money obviously talks, but it's very, very sad in America. So peep this. That, that we can't address gun violence when it, when it in, comes in a way to, with resources. When it comes to sending money abroad, some way, somehow, Republicans and Democrats are able to agree together. But then when it no. comes when it comes to gun violence, we have a we have a, a divided America and a split Senate and one party have committed that for as long as NRA have their knee on their neck, there will be no solution to gun violence. And I'm going to continue right. to but, ban. But I think, you I, think, I think we look at gun violence. So, so I will agree with you and say you're right, because I was a part and have been part of the NRA law um uh staying your ground conversation for for a couple of decades now but here's what i just want to say and i'm gonna go back to this we sent 40 billion dollars to ukraine to help them fight some type of conflict with russia russia's i guess they're declaring it a war we're not we're not in war with russia we're not uh, uh ukraine is not a nato ally $40 billion going to a country like Ukraine, we could open up a trauma center in, in like 16,000 major cities in America. If we was to give, open up 16,000 trauma community, community centers for youth and young adults in America at the tune of, let's just say, $2 million a center, that would be $32 million that we would spend next year. That would be only $32 million that we would spend. Let's just say we had to build one too, and we do another $10 million to build each one. That would be $160 million. We would still be at 200 and 
and, and $92 million out of $40 billion. So we are not solving gun violence because we don't want to. Exactly. That, and and that's, just the, that's just the pure reality. And I'm going to keep it a buck. And I said this before and I'm going to say it again. We don't want to solve gun violence in America because the people that often die from gun violence, the, the large percentage of people that die from it, they are poor, they are disenfranchised, they are often voiceless, and they're often children, right? If this gun violence thing would be the cream of the crop constantly getting accosted and shot and assaulted, cream of the crop, you know, rich people, Beverly Hills people, entertainers, high profile senators and all this kind of stuff. Oh, we would figure that out. We would figure how to get that out because you know what? When those individuals are um, injured or become victims of any type of major crime or minor crime, Nancy Pelosi's husband, they get right to the bottom of it, right to the bottom of it. There's no long drawn out how long, you know, it's, it's, it's a cold case. Those things don't go cold cases. But when it comes to the average, everyday, hardworking American or American that's not working, homeless. Shifi, keep talking. Give me uh, a minute. You know, keep these going. are the challenges that we have to deal with with gun violence. So gun violence is not something in America that is unsolvable. We have the resources in America to solve gun violence. We have the money in America to solve gun violence. We are the we are the head of the free world. We are the superpower. We have the knowledge and we have the technology to sell, sell gun violence. We know where crime occurs. We can. We have crime predictors. When I was in law enforcement, I was a commander. There's a whole program that they use. Um, data. It was called um, data terrain driven uh, crime driven data. Right. So you can you can literally put in where crime has been happening, robberies, um, shootings, uh, burglaries. You can put in where that's been happening over like the last four months and it will tell, or the last week or two, and it can actually predict where that's likely to happen again in your city. So I know the same data can also be used around gun violence, mass shootings, that they can almost tell you based on more data they have. So what data would they use? They would say, based on the most recent shootings, the type of gun, the profile of the individual, um, the economic bracket of the individual, um, the, the, the victim's economic bracket, the venue of the victims where they were shot and killed, based on all of that information, they can be able to predict the likelihood of where this will likely happen again. And of course, like now it's Christmas time, uh, Thanksgiving and stuff like this, you know, uh, so it's seasonal. You get like the seasonal crime. So we definitely have everything physically that we need in America in order to solve, not address, not approach, not look into, not dig into. We have everything we need to do that we need physically, our toolbox. We have everything we need in order to solve gun violence in America. You know, we don't have, we don't have the will and the desire to do it. 
That's why it's not solved. Because the elected officials, the people in charge, the people that make the decisions in the back rooms, in the, in the elected uh, castles, they don't want to. They don't want to. And so because they don't want to and they don't have the will, we keep having these, these horrific incidents. Um, Colorado Springs uh, nightclub, club, club, club Q. You got to think it was, uh, you know, people was killed over the weekend. AR, same, same model all the time. AR-15 style weapon. Um, and the person has the handgun. And then we find out that the person had a history of uh, violent uh, tendencies and a, a history of, uh, you know, some type of uh, mental behavior or something. This stuff is crazy. Uh, um, this stuff should not be happening. And then, you know, you, you find out it, this now changes across racial and ethnic guidelines. So, you know, African-American, Hispanic men um, in urban cities, you know, they're arrested or, or on preempt um, conditions. So they allegedly had a gun. They didn't have a gun to get arrested. They may have a gun in the future. Let's arrest them for something different because we can't have dangerous people walking the streets. Um, you know, we get this kind of stuff going on. Then we get a mass shooting that happens with, you know, if the shooter is a white male, then we find out that they had a history of violent behavior or a history of this type of incident or a history of some combination of that along with mental health issues, but they somehow um, kept getting past the radar and past the radar until they committed this crime. There's a problem. And, you know, I'm a believer of God. You know, I grew up Christian. Uh, and right now I'm Muslim. I converted to becoming Muslim. So I guess you could say I come from the five, three origins of religion, the Abrahamic religion, uh, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, right? And here's what I'm gonna tell you, you know, I consider myself to be a spiritual person. And when we try to keep ignoring this thing, you know, I believe that God is just gonna keep putting it right in our face over and over again. And this is what I believe is happening. We try to act like we don't know what to do about this gun violence. We try to act like we don't know what we're going to do about this gun violence. We go to sleep and go, oh, Q nightclub, that ain't my issue. That's a bunch of LGBTQ people, blah, 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 blah. And then you wake up the next day and it's like Walmart. And you're like, damn, because I was just at Walmart last night. And see, so that's God putting it right in front of your face and saying this is everybody's problem. Gun violence is, is not a national problem. Gun violence is not a state problem. Gun violence is not a local problem. It's not a neighborhood problem. It's not a black problem. It's not a white problem. It's not a gay lesbian problem. It's not a Jewish problem, a Muslim problem, and a Christian problem. Gun violence is a human problem. But it's then, a problem inside the 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 neck the network spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical network of our humanity, and we need to start investing in our humanity. We need to start really looking 
to see if our elected officials are are in those check boxes. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna keep it a buck. Why not? Psst, keep it a whole buck. We got. I'm watching this thing, and they they did this analysis of um, people in elected office, and they were getting like this Gen Z and people and how they felt about the Gen Z vote. And I'm gonna go right to be even more specific to Connecticut, Connecticut, and to New Haven. So um, I was with the mayor. I think it was last week. We went out and had some coffee in the morning, and um, we were just at the coffee shop. But take me to the coffee shop. Dun dun dun. Get you the coffee shop. You know that song. Um, and so me and the mayor at the coffee shop went to the shop or candy shop. Which one? Coffee shop, bro. Coffee shop. I was at the mayor. Can't take the mayor to the candy shop. Can't take the mayor to the candy shop. Can't take the mayor to the candy shop. We take him to the coffee shop. New York mayor has been going to the candy shop. He all over the coffee shop. Let me tell my story though. Let me tell my story. So me and the mayor at the coffee shop, and we're getting a cup of coffee, right? And Shout out to Cadence. I got to give him out. Shout out to Cadence Coffee Shop. So we're at Cadence Coffee Shop. Black owned. My brother from actually from Nigeria, Kingsley. Um, and we're at the counter sitting at the at the barista counter. And we were talking about the most recent election in Connecticut. And we were talking about the fact that um, there was a 30% reduction or, or 30% of New Haveners Bridge poor, I think in Hartford, 30% of the voting population, it was reduced. So so let so 30% less people voted. And there was a young white male, he's about 26 years old, who serves the coffee. He runs a shop in a day, he's behind the counter. So the mayor says to me, he says, What do you think? What what's the reasoning? You think, yeah, he goes, Yeah, why do you think uh voting percentages was down in in, in New Haven and in the metros? I said, I think that the voting percentages in the metros was down because people are tired of voting for the same old people. When you have people that have been in office for 20 years and 25 years and 30 years, and they don't have a viable opponent, right? They're already going to win. They've already done the primary. So they're democratic. There's nobody running against them. There's no additional Democratic that's going to run against them on the poll. So on election day, they pretty much got a clear shot at winning. It would take almost like 15 bolts of lightning to, to get in front of them in order to, you know, get in front of their win, right? I said, so I think that people are basically looking at some of these candidates. They've been here for a long time. You've got a lot of candidates that are older that the population just are not relating to anymore. And you've got candidates, particularly at the congressional level, right? Now, I like Blumenthal because that's my duty. And you know Blumenthal is a hard, fierce, hard worker. Rosa Delora, I don't have an issue with. And I don't have an issue with Chris Murphy. But you know what? If you up there in Washington bark in Ukraine and go and gas prices is $4.50 down here out of people's pocket, the stock market's got people's money jacked up, uh, people's contracts at their job have not been negotiated in three and a half years. People are just living in a funky environment. They ain't thinking about voting for you no more. They're like, yo, so man, my situation, so me, my me, situation me, ain't changing. Let me just finish this. So say my situation is not changing. So, so what I'm saying is, what I'm saying to you is, as you go across the scope of America and you look at who's in Congress, as you go across the scope of the Senate 
and you see who's in the Senate. You got people that's been here for 35 freaking years. And they just like one or two people or two or three people. You got now people in there that are doing lifetime appointment. You got Marjorie Green, who's already a multimillionaire for the rest of her life. So now you've got multi-multi-millionaires also in government, even though they're younger. What the hell are these folks going to be worried about some, some pookie shooting Snooky on the street corner, even though Pookie been shooting the hell out of Snooky on the street corners in our black neighborhoods since that I can remember 1985. So let me stop you right there before I forget my thoughts, because I want to chime I want to chime on everything that you've been saying. Thanks for holding me down. How's I was going to hold you down, dog. Definitely. But when we started talking about gun violence and all the shootings, the first thing comes out in my in our in our chat from our mother friend producer Harry is why you getting stuck on Harry man stay focused dog I, I am you. focused I am focused but um you know I'm Harry take, don't represent all of that I know I'm gonna take his little chat into consideration the first thing comes out of his mouth is um Second Amendment right all right so Second Amendment right um for how long are we gonna keep having mass shooting with the same AR-15 assault rifle gun until something is done. You and I have debated about this thing about, you know, uh, when I had to go to Germany over the mass shooting in the class, and um, that was like the last mass shooting they ever had. Japan don't have these gun violence issues, you know, because they all have their tight gun laws. And for whatever reason, we are here over and over, um, Second Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights. Second, we make every single excuse and expect different results, and that's not going to happen. So I'm going to say that right there. Now you just mentioned Majority Green and um all these stuff. Shout out to uh, Senator Blumenthal and uh, Chris Murphy. Yeah, they have been fighting for these gun violence issues for as long as um I've known. And uh, let's be clear, like I said, it's a party thing. It's our people in Congress who have chosen our lawmakers who have chosen one side of the party have chosen not to do nothing about Correct. it. If they do try, they will be primaried. And if they are primaried, they're going Correct. to lose their job. So it's a party over Correct. the country, their job over the country. They're supposed to represent you, but no, they don't represent you. But I'm not going to let them off the hook only because they could do it at the state. You know, if you're a federal Congress or Senate person, then you have to just adjust your approach now and say, nothing's going to get done at the federal level. Kingsley, here's what I'm saying. Kingsley, if you was a senator and I was a congressperson, and two of, you, two of me and you chop it up like we do, and people came to us and said, yo, man, we got this gun violence issue. It's going on, blah, 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 blah. And we're sitting up there in Washington going, yeah, we're going to try. And you say nothing going to go down like that. You say, you know what? Hey, Kingsley, what can we do for Connecticut? Let's just keep it in Connecticut. Um, but, and, you know, we have done that. I, I mean, I, I can't even lie about it, right? Connecticut got some of the strongest gun laws in the country um, after Sandy Hook. So we got the first bite of it out of, out of under control. We now need to install the second level of it. The second level of it, in my opinion, for Connecticut is not us running around worrying about the second amendment because we ain't going to change that. We're not going to, we can't get caught up in the assault thing. They're handling that at the state level, Tom, hang on, in that state level. How about now at the state level, we need federal money come down, build us some uh, community trauma centers, right? And funnel that money down there, make sure those things are put in, in, in city endowments if they can, 
so that we don't have to worry about them going defunct. We can be handle building maintenance and be able to handle the cost of being able to pay for uh, people to come in and get the trauma and you know in, interpersonal skills. What you do at Connecticut Against Violence? Imagine a Connecticut Against Violence Center in Bridgeport, Hartford, New Haven, Naugatuck. Um, I'm sorry, Waterbury, because that would be better. Waterbury in 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 um in uh what I, what was the other one I wanted to say? Um, the the one on the way past Bridgeport, Stanford. Let's go with Stanford. Imagine that a Connecticut Against Violence Center that could service 100 children seven days a week, 100 children in their families seven days a week throughout the new the Connecticut metro. That's our next level answer to gun violence. Okay, stop right there. Uh, does that make sense to you? It does make sense. However, because all of the energy that we're burning in Washington, trying to convince other people, you're not gonna convince somebody from Arizona to ban the AR-15. You're not gonna convince nobody from uh, check it out. Check it out, Indiana though. Check it out, though. to ban the AR-15. Right. I hear you, I hear you, but then at the same time, there are straw purchases. The number one question has always been how about is, that stuff, man. You hold up, Chifik. You can't shut that down. The number one question is always how does this guns get into our community? So we could build all the trauma centers that we want. There is, you know, you know, um, there's what they call the uh, the community guns, right? You know what a community gun is. I know the community exactly. gun. We call it a neighborhood. We call it neighborhood rental. Y'all call it what? A neighborhood rental, bro. They've been doing that forever. <laughs> They've been doing that forever, bro. You get you get one gun, shoot twelve people, exactly. owned by one dude. We, we exactly. exactly. So for all you listeners, you know, no matter where you are in abroad, where you are in the United States, this this shows global. It's not you know it's, it's based in New Haven, but we we are way past New Haven. But um, right. a, a community gun, a neighborhood rental gun, whatever you want to call it, is basically the one gun that. You know, after you use it, you go stash it somewhere and the next killer knows exactly where to find it. So like Shafiq said, that gun, one gun got probably like 12 bodies on it, you know. But the point here is you made a very legitimate point and that's just one piece of the puzzle. But for me, the real bigger piece is how is those guns getting into our community? Yeah, there's but now, you, now you sound like Congress. There, well, I'm sorry, like Congress, there's a pipeline. And they love that. You know why? Because what you do, Kingsley, is you're asking a question that has such a, a, a low solvability rate in terms of the ability to solve that issue. Yeah, yeah, that they can just stay on it for decades. Let me uh, do this. How do we stop the flow of guns in America? Oh, let me, do the, let me do the right. let me do the station. This is the Urban Talk Radio right. 102.5 FM WNHHLP. I am your host, Kinsley Osir, my co-host Shafiq. And if you are just joining us today on yeah, Urban Talk right. Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bold Minds and Minds. Also, my Facebook page, Kinsley OSEI. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org in the studio with us. I have my Brother Shafiq, and we are talking about how gun violence, bro. The gun violence. We gun can violence. never, ever, ever talk about, stop talking about gun violence. Gun I violence, bro. People can't I murder up in these streets. I have an organization, Connecticut Against Violence and Community Against Violence, and I'm against all type of uh, violence. So now, uh, let me let me go in, in, in here right now. You mentioned uh, Majority Taylor Green, all right? Uh, you mentioned um, gun violence that happened in uh, in the club. Uh, against the LGBTQ family versus the one that happened in uh, Walmart. It doesn't 
matter where it happened at, none of them is justifiable. And it's, uh, especially in the LG, uh, in the in the club one, L, uh, the LGBTQ, that is that is that is influenced by the hate speech from our own politicians. Um, Nancy Pelosi's husband uh, being you know attacked, that is influenced by the hate speech by our own public officials. Now you mentioned Majority Taylor Green, and I'm going to read. Uh, I'm going to um, tell you guys about this uh, real quick. So we just had an election where um, the House GOP just um, they just took over the House. Um, Repo Democrats was able to maintain the Senate. We have a divided government. So GOP ran on violence. Um, they ran on violence. They ran on um, what do you call it? What they ran on? I don't even know what they ran on. They, you know, I don't even know what they ran on, but I don't recall them ever telling us what they were going to do. All I heard them talking about is fear, 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 and why you should not vote for this party. Guess what they said they were going to do, Shafiq, if you're paying attention. This yeah, is- the, I'm this actually is, reading the news thing. The news just sent me alert about this mass shooting. Hold up. This is the GOP's agenda for taking over. You keep talking about the GOP, Hold up. Listen Kenzie. to me, bro. No, no. Don't shut it down, Shafiq. I, I, I don't want to shut you, you down, man. Don't shut it down. Don't shut it down. stuff that's so All right, far no, away. That's so, Shafiq, don't shut it down, please. You got to listen man. to me. I listen to you. You got to listen to me. All right. Down. Because this is very important because, you know, you're talking about, you know, when I mentioned about one party, one party here, you're trying to shut it down. But this is why Congress is not functioning because what one party decides to do affect us all. All right. You got one party talking about the southern border, Afghanistan withdrawal. This is all the investigations that they said they're going to do. The origin of the COVID 19 pandemic, Department of Justice. Hunter Biden, what the hell is investigating Hunter Biden, who is not a public official, going to do for me? He's the president's son. He's the president's son. He was over in Ukraine before. He was over in Ukraine when Biden was the vice president. He was over here in Ukraine setting up oil deals, allegedly setting up oil, American oil deals on Ukrainian soil with their um, pipelines and all that other crazy stuff, whatever you he think, was doing. If, and if, now we're we $40 billion. If Democrats, dollars, if Democrats want to investigate the entire Trump family, bro, nothing will get done. Let's keep it real. Nothing. Anybody within Trump's administration, if they want to investigate, nothing will get done. These people were breaking bread with the freaking Saudis. All right? We've always been, we we always been breaking bread with the Saudis, bro. We don't even want to go. No, bro. Like I'm just saying, we don't want to go there. Hunter Biden, you know, they're trying to do the same thing they did with Hillary and trying to run it for two years all the way to election. Now you're talking about one man, Hunter Biden. Talk to the average person about Hunter Biden and let them tell you how much they care. Listen, you talk to the average person about the president on the ground in the neighborhood, they don't care about that. And I go back again, and I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it real. When President Obama became president, who I voted for, right? Um, first African-American president. He was actually a different level of African-American because he, he didn't come from slave blood. His, his father was, was a free African um, in America at the time, married his mother, married his mother who was white. Um, but he nevertheless became the president and Black people's other than their emotions um, and other than their, you know, their, their, I guess you would say their mental, mental state. Oh, wow, it's a black president. Their condition on the ground didn't change. And so we've all become very um, understanding 
that just that when it comes to black people, now I just speak from black people, I speak from the people that I know. When it comes to Americans, immigrants, Hispanic Latino, people who are disenfranchised, people who struggle, hardworking people, blue collar people on the ground, when it comes to those things, uh, often who the president is is not what they're directly thinking about. Because when you are from that type of uh, society pool, you're more concerned with your day-to-day -day life and how day-to-day -day life is, a, is impacted. So even though there's, so I see America at different arguments, right? So you're, so where you are is one, I call them discussions. Your discussion is Congress, Senate, Congress, and that's a legitimation. Then there's some people, one discussion, president, president, president. And that's a legitimate conversation. And then there's a discussion about your state. What uh, Governor Lamont does in the state of Connecticut is more concerning to people on the ground in a place like New Haven, Hartford, or Bridgeport than they are worried about what uh, Congress is doing or what the president is doing. And first of all, let's, let's understand something. I don't the understand real, all the of the from Congress. Right. The, the I don't even understand all the layers of of if you go on the street right now and you ask the average person, uh, you know, what's the difference between a senator and a state in a state rep, um, in a in a congressperson and another senator, people will be like, oh wow, so Connecticut has a senator. Be like, yeah. Uh, so you have Senator Gary Winfield. Um, but then you also have Senator Blumenthal. They won't understand the difference that uh, Senator Winfield is the state one and Senator Blumenthal is the congressional one at the federal level because we don't even really teach education in the school like that to help people understand the difference of hey, how that's what, Hey, that's, that's why we teach civic engagement in our program. I'm going uh, I'm, 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 I'm to keep yes, it clear. Let's talk about this. The real money also comes from... Um, from the federal level, by the way, uh, so it really matters. Now let's talk about. But when you say the real money, what do you mean the real money? I mean, you know, the real, the real, 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 real money. I mean, we got our state money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but our state case, money comes from tax revenue, dude. Right, That's I know, the biggest. But I'm, saying, but I'm saying, you know, then we got money. We we got our Congress people that also got to go. You know, go get their go get their real money from from the federal. They, all they doing is borrow. Let me tell you something. All they doing at the Congress. All that's happening at the congressional level, out there in the federal level, when they talk about they got, I'm gonna use your concept of giving real money. All they doing is borrowing money from your grandkids in the future and giving it to you. We do not have. America has no money. America is broke. We have no money. No money. So let's shift. Have no, let's shift. Have, we have been not have had any money. We don't base our our dollars not based on gold. Our dollar is actually based on the Saudi oil that we've asked the Saudis to only trade their oil in U.S. currency so that we can be able to leverage our dollar power up against the oil trading that comes out of Saudi, which goes back to that relationship. That's why we got that relationship with OPEC, because that's how our dollar is adjusted. So we need to understand something. We don't roll the oil. We might roll the oil out of, out of those um, Saudi trucks, right? We might have something to do with that. 
We got oil in America. We probably could roll out a good amount of our own personal oil. But other than that, our asset in America, our, you know, you, you, basically you is our American you just, brand, you dude. Just, you just mentioned OPED. How many people out there knows about OPED? All right. Republicans use this gas prices is high, so vote Democrats down. But guess what? When they bring those energy companies to Congress, guess who bails them out? Is the Republican Party bails them out? Again, man. I'm, I'm going there. You, I'm going to continue. Dude, you drunk on that, dude. I'm you drunk, drunk on it because I'm going to tell powerful. the people the truth. Dude, to be, you all may not want to hear it. I'm drunk on it. Yes, yes, I am drunk on it. No, okay, let me so talk. Would, no, no, would you no, suggest that? Are you suggesting that the Republicans are already Democrats? All it's right, my time on. to talk. Let me Wrong talk. Man. Let talk. me talk. I'm drunk on it because the truth is there and we're going to continue. I'm going to continue to educate my side of the people. You do what you got to do. All right. There is a company called OPED. Don't make them think that, oh, drill, baby, drill, baby, drill. And it's going to be oil in your backyard tomorrow. No, there ain't no safe thing. It's going to happen tomorrow. All right. But like I said, when those energy companies are brought to Congress for hearing, Guess who bails them out? Yeah, you know who bails them out. All right, you could drink in front of me all you want. You you know who bails them out. I'm gonna continue to tell the truth. Who you bails them out? Me, who bails them out? Who bail? You tell me. You know this, who bails them out. You know who bails them out. The same the people that been sitting up. Out. You ask me. The same the people Republicans that bails them out. Let me tell you something. You remember what happened something. in Texas? You know what happened in Texas? Tell you something. Let me tell you something. Who bails them out? The same people have been sitting up in Congress for the last 30 years. And you know what their party is? Green dollar. The end. All right. So Green now let's, dollar. Let's talk about voter suppression for a minute. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about voter suppression. Every time we talk, I'm a black man in America. All right. I'm a black man in America, and I acknowledge what voter suppression is because I know the people that fought for us to be able to vote. And, you know, they're taking us back again. When you talk about voter suppression, the first thing come out of a Republican president's mouth is, oh, um, you get ID for everything. Why you don't need an identification to vote? Why you don't need identification to vote? No, voter suppression is not about identification. In Georgia right now, they got it in court. Republicans do not want them to be able to vote on, the on Saturday, Saturday after Thanksgiving. On Saturday. On Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. How about that? You know why? You know why? Because they said. Don't spin the why. People, Don't spin You know why the they said? They said because they already got Black Friday. You want to give them a Black Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to somebody had to, send them, somebody had to send them a letter and said, no, dude. That's, that's for shopping. <laughs> they, 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 no. So if they shop on Friday, why would you have to vote on Saturday? Ain't they gonna be ain't they gonna be having a barbecue? <laughs> I'm gonna continue to tell my people the truth because they don't want you to hear the truth. When oh, you talk man. about voter suppression, the first thing will come out of a Republicans, a GOP person's mouth is, oh, you get ID for everything. Why you don't need an ID to vote? They say ID, okay, so, ID. So voter suppression is not you are you are you are riding, you are riding voter you are riding for this for who? For what culture? I gotta write it because you no, know, who you writing it for? What do you mean by who am I writing it for? So you, you mentioned Georgia that they, that yes, they are. Absolutely so I'm, writing, I'm writing for Warnock. I'm writing for Democrats. Okay, so, so are you, are you writing for the? So are you saying that black voters are being suppressed and that this is a direct a uh, 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 target against black voters? 
Shafiq, not not an insult, but you know, I'm not. I, 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 I almost oh, have to stutter. say he's stuttering now. I'm stuttering because I'm stuttering because you know you can't you can't you even bad say, I'm stuttering. I'm stuttering because I'm stuttering because you're not even going to take it offensive, but I'm gonna spell it out. You cannot be that stupid. Yeah. That it's already known that there is districts where there is districts say where it. make it plain. Make it plain. I'm in the plane. Like I said, you can't be that stupid. Okay, Why make it plain. Say it then. Before? Say it. I just Say said it. it that you you, you can't it's it. in black and white. Why they don't okay. want it? Uh, Do, are, are you saying are you saying that the voter suppression in it's in black and white? Why they don't want early voting? It's in black okay. and white. Why they don't want uh, a mm. mail ballots? No, it's, it's not in black, black and white. And white it, I want to hear. I want to hear you say. It. Are you saying? Are you saying <laughs> that the reason that they're trying to shut down the Saturday voting in Georgia is because they're specifically trying to target black voters? Have the numbers lie? You didn't answer the question. That's Are you exactly running for office? That's exactly what I said. That's what you said. Exactly. So here's my question to you. If if you have this voter suppression in Georgia around this election, if we know we have this issue of gerrymandering around the entire country, but we also have it specifically in this case in Georgia around the voting, then why didn't Black people come out the way they should have to have voted in um, uh, um uh, 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 the black lady, what was her name? That ran, that was running for governor. Voted for who? The, the, what was the black lady that was running for governor? Stacey Abrams. Abrams. Why did? Everybody, why didn't black? Why didn't? Hold on, no, 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 dog, no dog. Hold on a second, dog. Hold on. Why did not? Why did not black people come out in record numbers to the extent to vote in? Stacey Abrams. Shafiq, I know you always want to beat up black people every opportunity. That I'm, you no, I'm not beating up black people. Hold on, hold on. I know you always. Here's what I'm saying. Is, well, you're, not optimistic. You're, not, I'm saying. you're not optimistic about anything. Oh, and I know you always God. want to be. I'm, I'm always, optimistic about giving you a hug. <laughs> you always want to beat up black people. I for do not want to beat up black people. I love not, black I'm people. I'm not here to explain to you why. I love black people. I'm not even afraid to say black people. Let me finish this. People's people fails in but they didn't show up all the time. Whether they show whether maybe they didn't do uh since uh, people didn't do what they needed to do to get a black uh, so vote now, out. So, so now not you don't, you're not being public. optimistic. You're trying to say that Stacey Abrams team uh fell short on doing their job. Of course. No, so, uh, of course, no. of course. I'm gonna say that. I'm not gonna make an excuse for white black people. Why are you gonna say that? Because you're African. You done no, throw the African Americans no, under the bus like now. Up, you like to beat up black oh folks every opportunity gosh. that you get because they didn't come out to vote for Cynthia Abraham. Come on. I'm, so I guess. So, so I guess that's what I'm saying, Kingsley. So this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, Stacey Abrams was doing a hella um, educational, uh, um, you know, um, program to educate all people, but that was targeted towards African-Americans and their importance of voting and how they can have a voice in the system. She made it very clear what she was about because she was also influencing that legislation around making sure that you know they could have access to the polls and all this other stuff. So it was very clear what her platform was. She ran, they didn't come out and vote for her the way they should have. One out of four African-American, one out of four or five African-American men in Georgia voted Republican. They think it might have been two on this cycle. Two out of out of five may have voted Republican in this cycle. So those were uh, clear. Also, half the Hispanic population, Hispanic Latinos also voted Republican, right? Which what Stacey Abrams would have been doing is also educating that population about how 
um, you know, this gerrymandering and stuff would have impacted them. But the reality is, is that minorities, per se, voted Republican, along with a very significant percentage of white Georgians, which would have been men and particularly white women. Right. And particularly white women. So this obviously pales itself out in terms of this concept of, um, I guess, what you call it, shutting down the vote, if you would, would seem like it would have more of an impact on African-Americans, Hispanic, Latino and poor and disenfranchised people who are economically challenged. But those numbers do not show up for Stacey Abrams. So you are riding for this change but she put the change right in front of their face and they did not utilize it. So, so who do you blame now? She fixed my question. Again. She, fixed, she went again. She fixed, listen to me. So I listen to you. Remember she went against an incumbent. That first of all, remember Georgia also was opened during the pandemic. Remember that Georgia businesses were open. They had their own law. What's to that doing black people showing up? To keep business open, so that, that also went advent to our uh, camp's advantage. Look, you a politician slash I'm not a politician, whatever. man. I'm just well, a black man just, with an orange shirt just on, brother. Just recently, you was, just recently you was the alderman, so I'm talking to a politician. Wow. All right, wow. you know the power of an incumbent and the money that goes along with it. When you are an incumbent, you got a lot to run on versus somebody that's coming for you and doesn't have the same track record. That is just first of all. Now, as far as uh, uh, Warnock and um, this clown is concerned, remember I told you what that, that people clown. See, that's the thing, man. Why you gotta man. besmirch the other candidate? He's a freaking man. clown. He's a clown. I said he's a clown. I called him a clown because that's what he man. is. He, re he, re he deserves respect. He's a candidate. Nah, he's, and he's a black respect, man. Bro. And he's he a black not, man. He does not give. Our women. What did he do to you? What, let me tell you something, man. He's not Why did Herschel Walker ever Herschel Walker you? is a clown. I repeat. Let me ask you this question. Here's what I'm going ask you this question. I'm keeping a buck with you. I'm keeping a buck with you because you're a Herschel spiritual Walker man. Herschel Walker is a clown, bro. You're a spiritual man. Let me ask you this. I'm asking you two questions. He's a deadbeat que dead. He's a dead of Here's what I'm going ask you. I'm going ask you two questions. The first question I'm going to ask you is, before you answer, let, let me just ask you both. The first, they're short. The first question I have for you is, what did Herschel Walker ever do to you? And my second question is, what did Senator Warnock ever do for you? You're, 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 you're able to answer the question now if you would like. I'm, I'm going to send you all the information and we'll talk about but it. You, but you understand what I'm saying? It's 11, hold up, it's 1157. I'm about to do the station. One I One never did nothing to you. I'm going to send you, you but you want to go I don't live in Georgia, but Hesse Walker is going to go to Congress to represent Democrats and his policy. So, yes, I will advocate for people in Georgia to go out and vote for Hershey, uh, to vote for Warner. I mean, I'm talking about Warner, not Hershey Walker. Hershey Walker, in other words, is not talking about nothing, zero. He is a clown. And if you go on YouTube, wow. there is a lot of clown show out of this dude's mouth wow. out there. So, I'm so not, because I'm YouTube said he's a clown, he's a clown? Of course he's a clown. What is, wow. is Hershey Walker talking about? So he don't about? have children? He don't what have children Hershey, at, what, what is Hershey Walker talking about? He is what, a clown. Who the did Hershey is, Walker ever hurt? The man is a deadbeat dead of oh four. Oh, my gosh, The man bro. is a deadbeat dead of so four. So now that's what we're doing now. So now every, so what we should start doing is, what we should start doing is every time somebody runs for office now, 
we're going to determine their parenting. Um, it becomes a new like grade. This man is talking about. Uh, he, this man is on pro pro life. He's supposed to be a poster child of pro life. Twenty years ago, man. Twenty years ago. Come on, uh, bro. Stop defending him. You should know better, Shafiq. Come on, bro. Ago. I respect you. I'm, I'm not respect. taking any side. I'm just oh, saying. You are taking a side. No, I'm not. Up to you, bro. No, I'm not. I look up to you, but you are taking the side. <laughs> the man side. is pro-life. I don't, know, I don't, know, I don't pro know either one of them. The man is pro-life. Had two women that came out and said, you paid for us to do abortion, and they proved it. You are here defending that man. I didn't this defend him. I didn't say it happened or happen. happen. WNHH, I am your host, Kimberly Jose, and my co-host, Shafiq. And if, and if you are just joining us in the last part of our show, you can Who's follow the conversation on Facebook and Bull Minds and Twitter at Bull Minds. And uh, you can also stream this show and previous shows on your smartphone or computer oh, logging on to newhavenindependent.org. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Remember, Urban Talk Radio yeah, airs every Wednesday <laughs> at 11 a.m. And you could go ahead and uh, defend that man and vote I'm for him. I'm not defending him, man. for people to vote for him. I'm just saying, um, give people an even platform. Let them make a decision. Mentioned, you got me confused, bro. <laughs> you, are here, you are here advocating for that man. That's I ain't advocating for nobody, man. I ain't advocating. I'm saying, give people even platform. Let the voters decide. I am very disappointed, bro. Don't be disappointed in me. You're a good dad, bro. Because I love you, man. Don't be disappointed in me, man. I'm I, your, I, I am your African brother. You just never come back to get me. That's man, I, all. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta take a shot at Belvin for Yeah, you. yeah, pour some. Yeah. Hey, yeah, listen, 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 bro. I mean, listen, me and you are the same, but you just never come back to get me. I need a shot at this ripple, bro. <laughs> Real talk. African Americans be talking about they want reparations from the United States. We need to get oh, reparations from God. Africa. Y'all the one ain't never come pick us up. It's like daycare. You drop your kids off. If you don't come pick your kids up in time, they call DCF I need a shot of blending, bro. I need a shot of this blending because you got me messed up right now. You are here trying to defend Hershey Walker. I can't believe you. I didn't defend Hershey Walker. Everybody hey, has, listen, we live in a Hershey free... Hershey Walker is beating up on, he's beating up on women and black people in our community about how they, we don't take care of our kids or whatever. And then we find out a dad or four. His own son came oh, out and stop, said, bro, you man, need to shut up. Because all kind of people in America got problems, got kind of, you know, listen, man. When Are you, you giving up, that man a pass? Hold up. That man is running no, for public not, office, bro. I'm not he giving him a pass. For, he is running for Senate. I'm not giving him a pass. I'm not, not a giving city him a council pass. member, not a town committee. He is running as a lawmaker, bro. And you out here trying to give him a pass. I'm disappointed. Go, let me tell you something. We're going to find out what's going to happen on December 6th. Because I'm going to tell you what was really unique about this whole I already thing. Told you, I already told you he's going to get it. Why? Because the vote was deprived. He was riding on Camp Cotel. I told you that already. I, I told, told you, you that, was good. Oh my God. I told you that. I told you that the day after the oh election. What did I tell you? I said he didn't lose because he was riding on camp. I am he go was back. riding. The he next was riding show, on camp. Yeah. The next show, I am going to bring up. I'm going to have my notes. I'm going to go get the other shows transcripted. I Please told do. you that uh, Herschel Walker was going to give Warnock a run for his money in Georgia. I and I said, said Warnock is going. I said Warnock is going to beat him. I told you. I, that. I said, said Warnock is going to beat him. And I, I said, said that. I said and nobody listened to me. Everybody told me. I haven't me, lost yet. Don't put I that haven't on lost your one yet. I haven't lost they yet. They I told said, you don't was say that. Planet. Don't put that on your Facebook. Don't Twitter about Herschel Walker. But I said, look, I can't vote in Georgia, and I'm not saying I support Walker. I ain't even saying I support Walker. I'm not in Georgia. 
It's irrelevant. I can still have an opinion. It is relevant. What I'm telling you is, with the divided Senate and the and the dimensions that is voting with the Republicans, Listen, it man. is relevant to me. Here's what I'm gonna tell you, Kingsley. I, I don't know about you, me. bro. I'm a neighborhood hood boy, just straight <laughs> up. I'm a neighborhood hood boy, okay. And I and, and that's just what's up. So all that other stuff, okay. The neighborhood hood ain't getting caught up in that other stuff. And I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I told people, I lived in Georgia. I traveled throughout the Gulf Coast, Georgia, Alabama, uh, um, uh, um, uh, Tennessee, um, uh, New Orleans. I, I, I hung out in those spots, but I went to school in Georgia. I lived down there for five years. The people that live in Georgia, the grassroots people, the people who got farms and live in trailers. We got a few trailers in Connecticut, in Brantford and you places here, bro. That's there in some places down in Georgia. That's standard housing. See, poop party. They don't care about all this. They don't care about all this other sophisticated, fancy conversations that's happening on side. Who parties to the side? You got two candidates in New Haven. One is Herschel Walker, one is Warnock. Which one are you going with? I'm not getting involved in that because they're not that's not true. What we have right now, dude, we all our people have been elected. Here's what's happening. I can't I believe, said it. I can't I believe said, you will want. I can't believe I, you will want a Herschel Walker to represent. I said, you, watch. I, I said, this. watch the Herschel Walker Warnock. Um, I said, watch it, and I said it too. And I said, and I told, and I told you why, because I said towards you towards end. I said the people of power in Georgia would never allow the election of the first African American woman winning at governor and allowing an African-American Democrat to go to Congress. That yeah, power- already got one in Congress. Listen, that power- is already in Congress. What are you talking about? They're not going to allow him to go there. back. They're not going to, Georgia's not going to vote Warner for a black female. There, so what are, are you talking about? Warner they're is not already there. He's an incumbent. So no. what are you talking about? He's not there. He's he on standby. Oh man, get out of here, man. That so man what did they do? So here's the deal. So, so they got killed. Listen, look at the numbers. I said, I said, retract, I, you know what else I said? Retract what you just said. Warner is black and he's already there. Nah, nah so dog. And I said, I said, watch what they do. And you know what they did? You know what they did? The majority white voters in Georgia doubled down on Kemp. Yeah, they do what they do. And doing. they centralized their vote and they yeah, got Kemp in. They're trying which, to vote to suppress right now. Which, they, which I said they would. Cheat, they're trying to cheat Listen, to win like they do as usual. Which I said they would. Now the race is going to come down to you know, you know a brown skin a, a, a brown skin black man and a dark skin black man. Yeah, they both they're trying, consider they're trying to cheat to win uh -huh, as usual. Both consider black men, right? And now it's about the vote, bro. And, I believe, and here's what I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna go back again. I get it with Warnock, but in politics, name recognition prevails the day. Herschel Walker is known throughout Georgia as a football community star kind of guy. No, he's not a politician. No, he's not a legislator and all of that stuff. And no, he's not. He's not articulate. Let's just keep it a buck. But that's where we are now in America, that if you're not as articulate as this person, you should not be counted in. Abraham Lincoln wasn't articulate. 
So what happened, to, what, happened to the conservative, what happened to the conservative party of our family and values and all that? What happened to them? Those things are important too. So the, you know, <laughs> what happened the, to the them? voters got to decide on that. <laughs> what happened to them? How do you go from a family, a, a party of family value to checking off the fact that, oh, this man had four kids. His own son came out and said, look, man, this man is a liar. He's a deadbeat. He left my mom and my dad. He put a gun to my mom's head. I mean, Shafiq, I can't believe you are making excuses for this clown, bro. Okay. I, so I can't here, believe so you. I'm, I'm very this disappointed. I am very, okay. Okay. very, so, so here's, very so here's disappointed, this. Did bro. You, did, you, did you vote for Clinton? Did you like President Clinton? I did like President Clinton. Okay. Yes, I did like him. And I know what he did. I know the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. Yeah, yeah, and, and I know. we know what he did. And, and I you know what? And, and black people did not take to the street. And women did not take to the streets. What is it to take okay. to the street about? And that was happening in real time. What is it to take to the street about? So, so my point is. He had a Lewinsky. What is it to take to the street about? Because we adjust. We adjust our lenses on how we view the characters of our politicians as we go along. Nobody gave him a pass. As we go along. Nobody gave him a pass. I didn't give him a pass, but I'm just saying. Good, bad, he listen. A, he good, bad, a difference. Let's, as the dude say, let's talk about the facts. The facts is, give you the listen, fact. This dude is a clown, bro. Listen, let's talk about the it. facts. The he facts is, is here's some he facts. He's a clown. He's a clown. His Warnock. own party knows he's a clown. Listen, they, listen. They, they're holding on to their nose to vote for him, and you know it. Yeah. Warnock is a reference. Them white folks out there will vote for anything Republican. He ran away with a MAGA shirt on, I think, or something. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gone. He's gone. He wouldn't let a black man talk. He's scared of hey, the truth. Hey, I, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it, but it's um it's World Cup season, and I got my Ghana um foot, football jersey on. That looked like a Jamaican jersey. No, it's not. Why well, got Jamaican colors? Because oh, you see, that's the problem. I knew it was a fake African. Uh, it got Jamaican red, colors on it. Red, gold, green. It's them, not a them Jamaican, Jamaican, Jamaican color right there. Jamaicans jacked our colors because they, they yeah. are Africans too. Mm -hmm. But but anyway, mm -hmm. this is red, gold, green with mm -hmm. a black star. All right, I love you. like the name of the team, Black Star. I love you, man. Listen, man. This is what I know you need. You need a hug. I'm, I'm hugging you. Oh, you get a cyber hug all day. You get a cyber hug all day, man. But damn, bro. I, need I another, told you. I, I told need another you Herschel Walker. Blitzes, man. So check it out. So here's what we got. And I got to get off because I know we probably he gonna cut us off the air. Harry, did you cut us off the air? Are you? Are we off or are we on? What? Are we like, on the air or are we off the air? We're on Facebook. Okay. okay. So let's do it. So next week, hopefully, Harry, I, I got a request in to bring on 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 the 7th of December, Kingsley, we're mm. trying to work on getting somebody from um, the Republican Party for the state of Connecticut so we could talk about the results of the Georgia election with, with an actual Republican. Please do. Yeah. Not a MAGA, a MAGA, a MAGA or a real Republican. I'm a trying to actually get, I'm trying to get my, 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 um, my old high school, uh, uh, um, who was my classmate, but we went to high school together, George Logan. <laughs>